Space, the thing we have to cross. These are the voyages of the USS Horizon. Its ongoing mission, to seek out new life. To swear it was on stun the whole time. And to boldly claim we can fix it. Welcome back, Terrible Warriors, to our final episode in our final run-through of Star Trek's Adventures The Living Campaign. We're playing through The Displaced, uh, one of the adventures written by uh, Jim Johnson. uh, And uh, we are almost done. This is our last bit. We've got uh, we've got our hangers on because we did a two for one. We did two campaigns back to back, so it's been uh, it's been it's been a it's been a wild ride. As we come here, we've got uh, we got we got our ship in dire straits though. Uh, the horizon trapped as it is between two planets colliding towards each other. Um, maybe we'll get it out of the way. Maybe we won't. We'll find out. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we have to return to our planet where Assessor Tredic is uh, trying to do what he can to save. The Tilakal that he's been uh, left behind to look after and preserve. I am not alone at this table, of course. These are all happening to my players here from Starfleet. I have our captain of the Horizon, open space. <laughs> space. Uh, space. I've... The final resting place. That, yeah, that that mm. thing I can't can't out of. Uh, I am Connell Macbeth, better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, Dr. Tara Watt, playing Captain Gavin Schofield. And Erica Sabo. I am playing Vulcan Counselor Tazar. Our captain, our other captain. We got more than one well, uh, running. By uh, station the, 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 the only, not by rank. <laughs> uh, Joshua Barbo playing Commander Connell with a K Haddock. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's not killed anybody yet. To, no, that, that to you his know knowledge, of. I mean, you, you blasted some Romulans. I blasted good. some Romulans pretty good. Maybe and you did leave someone possibly to die. Maybe possibly. Big shrug on People that. People have died on his watch. That's not the same as. Yeah, <laughs> he's not covered in blood. No, I mean you left Sigmund to like self-destruct. Yeah. their ship. Anyways. Anyways. Semantics. Semantics. Another person who likes semantics would be a science officer. Indeed, I am the Velvet Duke of the Dandies, playing Lieutenant Commander Bolasa, Science Extreme. So we are on the surface of the Tilakal planet here in Candidate 3. When uh, Tilakal, uh, you've, you've helped him restore power to the transporters. Uh, but as you go out, you are overwhelmed by Romulan soldiers. Uh, there's little more than you can do. Gather what you can. Make a run for the Papa Bear before the planet is torn apart by gravimetric waves. planet itself, up in the sky, all you can see now is Organ 3 approaching, itself coming apart at the seams. Uh, the horizon's up there somewhere, but up in the sky like that, it's just a dot. Um, the planet convulses under countless stresses placed upon it, and you have to make a mad scramble back to your ship. Meteorite strikes, falling debris, falling all around you. And, uh, yeah. It's just the two of you plus your your Stephen Prince clones. Um, only calling them Stephen Prince clones because we're using Stephen Prince's character sheet. But it's uh, it's Xena that Neil is playing and uh, uh, and your uh, uh, Sassafras. Jeff. What was it? Schmabel. Jeff Schmabel. Yeah, Jeff Schmabel. Jeff Schmabel. So, Jeffrey so the three of you. Schmabel. I mean, like, let's let's like, how are you? What's going on? We're checking in on you. I'm I'm just describing it, but you're the ones who are actually there. Assessor yes. Trebek, we have to leave. Yes, 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 it's time for you to go. You've overstayed your welcome. Time to go, time to go. Can you help us get back quicker? Uh, and, and, he, and he looks around and, and uh, 
Uh, and he thinks, yes, 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 the way. I know that. I, I know there's a... And he, and he starts leading you in through tunnels as they're collapsing, making lefts and rights. And you're feeling those buzzes and that stuff. Uh, as, uh, as you go, though, some of those uh, hallways, uh, you walk in and there's Romulans just outside uh, the gaps in the hallway. Uh, and, um, oh. and, and in one time, uh, you, uh, you go through and Tredek is like, it's just, just another one to go. And as he buzzes you through a teleport, you're in a hallway and take cover. There's Romulans coming back your direction. They're in the hallway. Oh no, wrong way! And he runs off in a different way, off into an alcove somewhere. As uh, as Romulans open fire and disruptor blasts are going. Officer Jeffrey Schmabel opens fire. <laughs> yeah, with your Type Three phaser rifles okay. that you, you I, spent I all that, that thread on together. Oh yeah. All right. So, what what is that? It's uh, daring, I guess, and security. Yes. Schmabel, Mr. Schmabel. Yes, daring and security, difficulty two, because it's a ranged attack. Officer Jeffrey Schmabel is a hero. Two successes. Two successes. One uh, was under uh, the, the the four for security. So does that does that create an advantage? I rolled, uh, a, I rolled a three under four. Yeah. What kind of advantage do you want to create? Uh, just by by time for everyone to follow. Okay. Um, so follow. so you get like a high yield on the phaser, and you, you hit like a cone Blam. out. <laughs> you, you, you stun a bunch of 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 of, of centurions, and uh, a few more open fire. I've got like a whole bunch of threat that I keep being told that Go I nuts. am uh, I I'm, uh, I, I'm I'm spending. So I'm going to Jeffrey Schmabel will die a hero. The <laughs> to give myself Some reinforcements, no <laughs> and I rolled a natural twenty. Oh no! And uh, and an eighteen in there. Uh, but two of those uh, will hit. Um, One and, of them's an advantage. And I and I spent some time for the. And that's and another, that's another nat twenty and, and another three. advantage. <laughs> so they create a couple of advantages in the form of uh, they they since I got a, equal advantages and complications. Yeah. They are going to screw themselves over by also trapping Jeffrey Schmabel. <laughs> yep. Uh, they're collapsing the roof down on you. Oh no! So they're shooting and things are going around, and then just as that happens, like one of those meteorite strikes are talking and a falling spire, and you are now cut off from the rest of the away team. And Tredic is leading uh, uh, Lassa and Xena and uh, 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 and Tazar uh, off down another hallway, and you like, and and you hear over your comm and your tiger, they're gone. Yep, they're just fucking gone, and you got, and then, and then, and then there's just more phaser uh, uh, fire or disruptor fire coming. From oh, he j- he just just go goes ham with that phaser. Just remember, Schmabel! <laughs> just shoots, goes goes crazy. Uh, two successes, one advantage. <laughs> okay, what advantage do you want to cause, and do you want to just bring the whole chamber down on everyone? Yeah, like Samson style. Yeah. <laughs> so you just start blam, blam, blam. You start taking out loading struts and the building and then the whole whole thing collapses and you take out the entire <laughs> squadron of, of romulans so heroic so oh. heroic oh, yeah. so that's just the three of you running through the hallway <laughs> more heroic than, and i'll let more you play xena because neil had to take off early <laughs> oh sweet uh, so you're still you're with the other group you're one of the other stephen prince clones sweet and uh uh and as you're going through um uh more terrain is breaking out underneath mm-hmm. you uh give me a i'm spending some threat here it's a difficulty of two uh, a daring plus fitness. All right. Difficulty so, two, as the ground underneath you is falling away. Daring in. Oh, hey, that's a one. Excellent. Yeah, and I succeed. On... Okay, so you create an advantage of you can also save another. 
Uh, Wait, uh, daring and fitness are both attributes. Tazar. Tazar, uh, just before you have a chance to roll, Lhasa uh-huh. grabs your hand and pulls you over the chasm. Oh, oh nice. Jump so much. So now, Xena, it's all on you. Okay, so uh, what were, were you, so you said roll- Fitness rolled... and security? Oh, or... and security, okay. Yeah. Um, fitness and security or daring? Or Can daring. I use daring? Okay, yeah. I'll, use, I'll use daring and security because he's got one extra point in that, yeah. so I gotta get under Z- 14. Xena knows parkour. Um, we'll roll these two, and that's two fails. Uh, <laughs> no critical. Are we are we going to save Zeno or are we letting the red shirt fall into the chasm? Uh, thank you for uh, making it easier for us to get away because fewer numbers is. Yep. Uh, oh, so nice. the ground is running thank and it's falling down underneath like like uh, like a bad uh, Crash Bandicoot level. And and as you go to make a jump, you get the first jo- go at it, Lassa. You grab uh, Tazar's hand and you throw her over and you make the leap. And then just as you look back, though, Zena's running and her foot kind of hits the ground and tries to jump but it's already kind of gone so it's like a oh, while the ground collapses moment. as she's yeah. jumping and it's just it's like it's just a silent like there's not even a sound it's just a gone oh so she she's not in the ever, air until she watched, looks down you ever and watched uh, Wally Coyote drop you ever watched the Everest movie with yeah. uh, Josh Brolin oh no I missed that and uh, there's yeah. there's, a, there's a harrowing part where, where eventually someone falls off a cliff uh, uh, and it's just it's just silent like you don't even notice it they're just they're gone there's no sound there's no yeah. screen there's no nothing it's just that's what happened to Zena. Zena, thank you for your courage. And uh, she was a warrior to the end. Yes. Uh, as is happening, though, you come through the last tunnel and you see um, uh, the uh, 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 come outside, and there is the intrepid class, uh, uh, which has uh, been Papa trying. Bear. Papa Bear. The intrepid, which <laughs> has been trying to locate them this yeah, entire yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, Captain Knight, uh, you're there, and all of a sudden they blip back onto your systems, and you're like. People are like, we've got to go. The whole planet is collapsing on itself. We have to leave now. And you're like, one more minute. Just give them one more minute. And uh, and then just as you're like, fine, it's time to go. Blue alert. Get ready for, for to, to lift off. Beam them Captain, up. Captain, I, I see I see two life signs coming out. They're running towards the gangplank. Energize. <laughs> um, uh, the transporters won't work on the planet oh, right now. No. With all these, They have to make a run for the ship as the ground underneath you is falling apart. And uh, here's another two threat. Difficulty to fitness and security would be my default to make the run to the planet as as this is all going. No successes. No successes. None, none successes. And one success. One success. So they're not the good, they're not gonna make it. They say the Captain Knight. They're like they stumble, they fall, the ground is collapsing underneath them. One of the spires falls down, cutting you off between the the. the all right, the, I don't care if the gravimetric. Disturbances are interrupting it. Energize those transporters. I mean, this is how you get two Vix. <laughs> you could you could do like uh, a Millennium Falcon and like move could, the ship physically the ship over to them, move it towards them, and then they hop onto yeah. the gangplank as it's like daring plus con. Yeah. Right. Don't be like the that Uber ship. that makes you go across the highway to get to them. Exactly. <laughs> daring plus con. <laughs> One success. One success. That'll do Can it. If I, I ha, do I have to get lower, or if I match the numbers, that matching enough? counts. Uh, that's fine. Uh, matching okay. counts. Then, then one success. So the 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 ship comes over, and and you're like, you see the ship lifting up, and you're like, they're gonna leave us, and then it comes towards you, and they like drop like a rope ladder, uh, and uh, <laughs> and they and they and they pick you up, and so just primitive. as you're going though, but like because of this, the ship is being struck by meteorites. And by other things going through, so uh, it's it success. It's success at a cost. Um, 
take uh, one breach on structural integrity on the uh, on the Papa Bear, and uh, uh, and 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 you lift off the planet. Uh, Assessor Tredic does not come with you. He stays in the tunnel, and uh, and when you lift off, you just see him kind of standing there, staring up. And just as he sees that you're making the safe and you're making the getaway, he turns and disappears back off into the tunnels. I think at him goodbye and thank you. Yes. <laughs> Path three, scene three, back on the horizon. Oh boy. You are in a bad place. Triton's on its way to Triton assist. Triton is on its way to assist, but your engines are uh, underpowered as mm-hmm. everything is being put into shoring up the ship you are holding back the forces of an entire planet long enough to for the pop bear to make its escape uh you uh you get word that they are beginning to lift off of the planet and uh and it might you you have given them enough time but have you done it so at the expense of your own ship uh your con officer can't get the engines up and running jared Cherney can't give you the power or at least they're saying that they can't uh and that by redirecting power to anything that isn't the structural integrity of the ship the ship itself will fall apart this is very similar to what already happened in tug of war that had it comes are, through are the comms down or can i hail your comms are ship? open you can hail i have a plan you're not gonna like it go okay what do you got um, I plan to initiate. Don't say ram me. <laughs> a very brief warp jump. Yo, I'm sorry. Are you are you initiating a Schofield maneuver? <laughs> yes, I believe I am. Oh my god! <laughs> I learned from the best. I'm oh. initiating a very brief warp jump. I'm going to stop the warp right above the uh, the horizon. Engage our tractor beam. And then re-engage warp to pull you out of there. Understand that stopping just above us will put you subject to all of that gravi- gravimetric disturbance. They might crush you. I'm hoping to build up enough momentum. Because direct- directly, <laughs> ab- directly <laughs> to, above to, to me is it. that other planet. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping ooh. that I'll have built up enough momentum from my brief warp jump that... Uh, that will be able to squeeze right through. You just Time grab me essence, and, and use the use the momentum to, ca- yeah. to cascade Failure out. Failure to pull this up will mean that a gravimetric wave that is now bombarding itself off of Organ Three will hit the horizon and will deal some very massive amounts, as well a collective series of debris are rising up from the planet as it's destroying itself, and it's a cascading ring of debris is moving towards the horizon. Yeah. That's the horizon. Yeah. You've created like a, a bubble, a bubble of space where I'm redirecting. The, the okay. gravita- so if I warp right through this very tiny thing... The can only hold so much, it's going to blow soon. If I okay. aim my warp right here, grab you with a tractor beam... Yeah, and so you'd have to out of there before it all explodes. You'd have to do it underneath me. So yeah. turn upside down, jump under me, and then grab and run. That's, That's his the plan. maneuver. All right, do it. Okay, so that <laughs> sounds like daring. Definitely daring, and I don't believe in the no-win scenario. And, all right, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you get I a one. You're going to use your determination point. Uh, daring and con would be my default. This is a piloting maneuver. Right, but I am using my command to tell my pilot uh-huh. to pull this off. Okay, well we have our pilot on your on, on 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 board. Here I am. 
I, yep. I came up with the plan. So and the I'm pilot is rolling, pilot. and you're rolling the assist roll in oh, terms okay. of command yes. and presence. All right. So wait, I'm only getting one. It's die? a difficulty Correct. of four. Oh my god. Daring and what? Con? Daring and con. Daring and con. Do it. Difficulty of four with the assist from the engines and con on the ship and the captain's orders, which count as your one success die with your determination. You don't have to roll. You're getting it at an an, an automatic one advantage. My determination is creating this. Yes. Two. And so we got two successes. It's rolling for the ship. Um, and you said the ship, you don't have to roll for It's an automatic one. No, you no, said? My, no, my uh, the, uh, the no win scenario oh, okay. is the automatic one. The value, so you get an automatic one. And now I'm rolling, rolling for the, the ship. ship. Now, okay, so then you roll for the you roll for the ship. What, what role is this? It's a engines con. Engines and con. Engines and con. And engines. <sighs> one over. Spend a momentum. You don't have any momentum. By, you can have by, some threat. By, by, by momentum. Threat. There. there, that's another success. Because uh, I was going to say, if you didn't want to spend that, it will succeed, but you'll take the damage from the debris that was coming for the horizon in the process. Oh, there is no way Like you would come no, out of the warp just not. as the debris field no hits. Oh, goodness, yeah. no. So you move underneath, you, you, you go to warp, you do like this barrel roll, you come out of warp right between the two planets, you grab with Right it, in the gap that he created the gap. with the gravitational force. And you grab forces. with the wow. tractor beam and using your inertia, wrench the ships out of between the planets' tidal forces just as the debris fields and the gravimetric waves collide with each other Whoa. and send shock waves out. Um, I am sitting on a horde of threat, so I'm still going to deal some damage to the ship. But Go it's only going to be dealing half nuts. the amount that was coming your way. Get 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 at me with that. Let's do I it. I still have shields up. Go for it. Uh, one, two, three. Is this to and, me or to him or to both? Um, no, it'd be no to, me. To, to the horizon. Yeah. It's going to be four, but uh, your resistance is five. Resistance is six. Resistance is six. Uh, well, but it's piercing and devastating and dampening, so it cuts your resistance down by two. Okay. So resistance so. is four. But I only dealt. Did I say five or four? I had I had one. It's four that yeah, you said. I had a four. So nothing happens from the gravimetric Ooh. wave. High five. The <laughs> debris cloud um, <sighs> is shielded and is absorbed by the shields of the Triton, and deals one, two, three, four, and vicious and spread. Uh, it's going to deal six points of damage to your shields. How many points of damage do you have left in your shields? I have two points of shields left. It deals eight points of damage to your shields. Your shields are down. <laughs> Fine. Get out, get out and, of here with those uh, shields. <laughs> and you move your way out. Just as you move your way out of the planet, you get word that the Papa Bear has broken free and, and, is, and is making away from the planet. And the Papa uh, Bear has uh, used its tractor beam to grab the saucer yeah. section of the horizon. The Papa Bear comes in and, and, and assists, and you both grab the horizon, and you lift her sorry broken ass... Out of orbit. I uh, unfortunately I failed my rolls, so I just uh, whipped the saucer section into the two of you. Uh, I apologize. I apologize. Zero. It's fine. The um, oh my god. Uh, the saucer section. Uh, the 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 horizon being towed out by the Triton and the Papa Bear uh, break orbit just as you see in your rear view view screen. Uh, the two planets collide. 
Uh, we are recording to... this. <laughs> of course. For, for posterity. Yes. Of course. For science. For science. Yeah. For science. They okay, destroy the everything on the planet. <laughs> so cool. So uh, is there any way that we can uh, check for uh, for Tredic's life sign or anything? <laughs> you just can... want to make sure he's okay. Did he make it? <laughs> it's just two planets blasting into each other. Is he good? Well, Did uh, what's her name save him? Rush him with her warp pod and save him. You know, from the from the warp. Sigmund? No, no. Sigmund? Yeah, Sigmund. Sigmund's gone. Did she save? She got the hell out of here. Um, Didn't want to stick around. From each of your places on your different ships, this is what would have happened too. It'd been interesting if the Horizon had remained trapped. There might have still been a way out for you. Uh, as you're moving away from the dying planet. Uh, as everything's crashing into each other and the two are now like colliding in and the two planets are being obliterated. Um, you see the following phenomena unfold before your eyes. It's massive beams of energy that the, uh, that the horizon was pushing out through its navigational dish changes in color and freezes in place and then spins into glittering swirls of prismatic light. You rips. could have been a prism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's rips cool. in space or in the air open up before you, spilling out every color of the rainbow in every possible direction, cycling through the spectrum into countless colors you've never thought could exist, which carry the scent of a hundred thousand species of flowers. The swirling vortices on the planet and aboard the starships are approximately humanoid sized, and they're appearing inside all of your ships. And while those appearing in space are large enough for even a galaxy-class ship to pass through, so they're appearing as these giant images all around the system. Holy crap. As you take in the spectacle, in front of every single character this is appearing, a feminine form appears within each vortex, presenting the same message to each of you all at the same time. As before, it's a tall humanoid alien, clad in a form-fitting dress with what appears to be wings on her back and a small sweeping tiara atop her head, with short, dark hair and wide-open eyes that are solid blue with no evidence of an iris or pupil. She takes full shape within the shimmering light, and she reaches a hand out towards you, either in greeting or supplication. Friends, well met. I am Ash Tamalia of the displaced Tilakal. My people and I need your help. We have been trapped for countless millennia in this broken dimension, and we must escape. The prismatic lights flicker, nearly glow out, and then surge back. The stress on Ashtamalia's face is palpable as the light flickers, as if some great effort is being made to keep the vortices open. There is no time. We cannot hold open the way. Take my hand, please. And she reaches out uh, her hand to each of you simultaneously, somehow being able to appear in multiple places at the same time. Even through the ship's size portal, she reaches out massive hand. Each of you need to tell me what you do. My choice is obvious. My yeah. value is kind hand. <laughs> I take that hand. All right. So there on the Papa Bear, you see the first person, the science officer, grasps Ash Tamalia, and she takes her hand and grasps back collectively with an expression of profound gratitude, pulls him into the vortex, and his vortex closes. Oh, my.
What do the three of you do? I, Joshua, very, very, very much as a as a consummate explorer, want to take her hand. But I know that my character, Captain Haddock, sorry, Commander Haddock, will uh, uh, wants to be captain too much to go into that uh, yeah. void of nothingness. This would have been interesting if the Horizon had remained trapped. This would have been your escape hatch. Yeah. You would have continued through with her hand, but it's yeah. different now being and she's, behind the other she's ship. She's asking for us to go to another dimension to save her people. That's what she's asking. Well. Someone's already said yes. Um, you, you, the captains, can bring your entire ship if you wanted to. Well, I don't want to bring all these people on my boat to another place because it's not, it's it's their place to choose whether or not they want to go. You're I'm not going to bring my whole ship. You're their captain. Um, They'll follow you. And I don't know because they got all their families and stuff on here, and like, didn't stop I don't want to bring all these people. They like, them into the Shackleton they, expanse. They, you yeah, know. they knew. They, they, knew they knew what they were signing up for. And our ship, but wait, uh, it, my ship is still in two pieces. We haven't reattached the disc, no, have we? They're still in two pieces. Uh, when you say no, Haddock, she gives them a sad nod, and fades back into the vortex, which then swirls and collapses, and winks out of your sight. Um, Stephen Prince is still on the bridge of the disc. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to hail him briefly and say, get everyone home, please. And then I'm going to take her hand because it's what a captain would do. We're Federation. We help people. I was hoping you'd say that, Captain, <laughs> because with my values stronger as a collective, I already knew in my heart that I would take that hand. That's very nice. Also, he's still broke, so you still got a fix. <laughs> he is broke. But and he's poor busted captain. old man. It's okay. We're getting. I love it. Some yeah. you're leaving one person behind to take yes. care of this. Bo- and some crew members <laughs> say no. <laughs> you guys can go have fun in paradise. <laughs> I gotta have to handle this. Commit. He just fucking disappears. And Commander Haddock reads the message. He's like, "Oh, you son of a bitch!" <laughs> like, like, oh, you. God damn it. <laughs> like, bye. <laughs> So, uh, Haddock, you're the only one left. It's true. You've got the three ships. So, as the only highest-ranking officer left remaining, well, I get, actually, well, sorry, there is Knight. Captain Knight. Captain Knight wasn't offered the same choice. She didn't go through. She didn't go through. Uh, bitch. <laughs> maybe, I mean, maybe, or maybe the whole uh, Papa Bear does. Uh, I would accept that. Yeah. So, yeah. so the Papa Bear. Okay. So there's two ships. So, so, so the uh, uh, Ash Tamalia's hand grabs the entire intrepid ship and just kind of pulls it in. And then it closes around and disappears. So as the uh, the the newly assigned fleet captain, because there's no <laughs> yeah, who else I have is two gonna ships. do it? And anybody else on the ship who decided to come with, actually, um, and I hate to do this as a retcon, uh, would would I be able to like open a channel to the people that are on my boat still, that are all on the ship, sure. like like a like a, a what was a, the captain's last message? Uh, the the before we go through the captain's last message is. I'm not expecting any of you to come with, but we are Federation and it is what we do. So anyone who wants to stay, stay aboard the Horizon. It will take you home. Haddock, take care of my boat for me while I'm gone. I will need it when I return. Captain Gavin Atlas Schofield, out. <laughs> Grabs the hand. Hand to the view screen. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. All right. You so, son uh, of a I bitch. I will take both of these ships home. So uh, you bloodied and limped your way back out of the Candidate 3 system or whatever is left of it. And uh, uh, you make your way back to Narendra Station. Uh, Captain Akul sees you only coming back with two ships instead of three. 
and uh, slightly less life signs than when you left. Um, <laughs> One of them's in two pieces. Admiral Hebert. Actually, we would have uh, put oh, yeah. them back together They're because yeah. travel at warp. Right. Admiral Hebert wants uh, you know a full report to of understand course. what happened to all these crew. I'm not sure I can answer all of the questions he has, but I'll give give him a full report as much as I can. Yeah, and the um, some questions remain about what happened to the people who went through the portals. Um, no one, not sure that receives I any message. No one knows what happened. The the scans on the ships show that there were no portals that were detectable by our sensors, um, but people just walked forward and vanished. Whatever you saw, you saw with your eyes, but not with scans. Recordings of the event don't show this. Oh, none, none of the and scanners picked up the uh, the instances from happening. There was no portal yeah. as far as they're concerned. Yeah, yeah, which is, it, it, there's a number of times we've come across their crystals and they're like, there's nothing in here, but there's obviously something in here. And it's just our sensors just aren't able to see what's going on. Um. In terms of where the three of you went and where the USS Papa Bear went, uh, the Living Campaign is silent on that because that's where the story actually stops writing. Oh. And it's up to us either to continue playing in a dimension where physics has no meaning. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like you went off to Doctor Strange World or, uh, or it would be something that's picked up in the future, in a future Living Campaign. Or we return to the Living Campaign in season two and you're making new characters. <laughs> we never really learned for a while what happened to the people who went through to help the Tilakal. Only that <laughs> you freed them from the sarcophagus, uh, presumably succeeded in teleporting them, and that's what created the phenomena that you saw, giving them a chance to bring help over to their side, trapped in a broken dimension to bring them home. Um, but uh, I don't know what happens here. All I know is that some people were left behind who returned back to the station to file a report and be given a commendation, probably a promotion somewhere around. Uh-huh. 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 Captain Haddock. Captain Haddock. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, hori- the horizon is uh, going to take some while to patch it up and see if it's even shipworthy anymore. Well, uh, if it is shipworthy, I request that until <laughs> Schofield comes back. Oh, you have a command. It gets You're turned into a museum. <laughs> it gets turned into a Starbucks. This is the chair that he would sit in and grumble about things whenever he got up. <laughs> Welcome to the Schofield Resort. <laughs> the, turns, it's, they turn into a Planet Hollywood. <laughs> Where do you think you went? Well, here's there's the thing. If there's an alien race that is capable of making portals through dimensions, not just space and time, but other realities that requested the help of perceivably lesser beings, then that's certainly curious that what would humans and other random aliens from the Federation be able to do that they couldn't. Um, But I mean, we assisted them in getting their, their thing up and running again and saving all those folks. So it's like, who knows? It's, it's actually very classic for a uh, race of super beings to have 
no ability at the lower levels. And so mm. like they've just progressed so yeah. far past that yeah. that they can't conceive it. So they like they can't even touch the dials that used to exist on the panels, right? They can't yeah. fix so, their own planet. Right. And it, it so and uh try to had an example of that. It's like I can't do this thing. So it's just it's beneath him but and not just in a cleaning out the ground. Not a negative way. Yeah. It's just he doesn't work that way anymore. So yeah. so that's where we would come into play and uh if I'm not mistaken, they, there was an episode of Star Trek where something like that happened where they needed people to help them reproduce because they exactly. evolved beyond yeah. the need yeah, for rep- yeah. reproduction. My my theory um, on the Tilakal is they were explorers in their own way, using the sarcophagi to transport their consciousnesses across realities mm-hmm. and dimensions, exploring the different planes of existence in the way that the Federation uses starships. Um, and in some of those journeys, though, something happened where their technology backfired and they were all separated from their physical forms and they were trapped out in whatever place they were traveling to, all of them. And trapped out there, all they could do is preserve their physical forms in hope that one day they would have the ability to return. And wherever they went, something went wrong and it broke them away, that severed their consciousness from their form. Um, it's very transhumanist. And they were able to reach That's out in a way to recruit someone like Assessor Tredic or construct someone like Assessor Tredic. We don't really mm-hmm. know what he is uh, to remain as like a, the last sentinel on this planet. We don't know what the Tilakal looked like other than that one image of Ashtamalia, but is that just a projection? Um, yeah. And uh, and where you are all have gone off to is you have truly gone where no one has gone before. Exactly. And... Uh, uh, they do offer some hint. Um, if the des- players decide to move their entire ship in the dimensional rifts, they depart known space and enter a strange dimension where things are not as they seem. Physics seem to obey different laws than they're used to, and seemingly any thought can become reality, and any reality can become thought. Sounds like The crew uh... may wander in the strange alternate dimension and then encounter beings that call themselves the Tilakal, but maybe so, or maybe not. Um, so there was a character in the next generation the who appeared three in three episodes, uh, the traveler, and uh, he took the Enterprise to uh, not necessarily a different dimension, uh, but to another but so galaxy, so so far, far off. from from where we are that it might as well have been a different dimension. Uh, and, and he did it all with the power of thought. And he, what he was trying to teach Wesley was that. Uh, um, thought and reality aren't as separate as we think mm-hmm. they are. Mm-hmm. We're just not able to comprehend how they could be how they together. are and, similar. And when Tredic kept saying we're out of time, out of time, that to me is in our reality, time space is the same thing. So that's how I knew it was a very separate, like they were, they had been cut off in some way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if players choose not to take Ashtamalia's offer, they're left to gather what additional data and artifacts they can salvage from the rubble of the destroyed planets and then return to Narendra Station. They'll resume regular duties and exploration of the Expanse, along with the threats contained within the galaxy due to the encroaching Dominion threat. They'll be able to analyze the data gathered from the ruins of the two planets through additional secrets, though additional secrets about how the technology actually worked will remain puzzle pieces, with the full picture frustratingly out of sight. Strange anomalies in ancient technology remain to be discovered and analyzed, though it will be decades before another Tilakal attempt to create a bridge between dimensions. Hmm. Dot, dot, dot. Bum, bum, dot, bum. dot, dot. 
Well, so, I'll keep your seat warm for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, buddy. For decades. It's kind of a bit of Cisco going off to be with the prophets, yeah. kind of an ending yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and all of this. I love um, it does leave an open end to this campaign. We've solved who the more or less what was going on in the Shackleton Expanse and these oldies, they were all connected. Um, but it's also left many more questions about the fate of the crew and the Horizon and the USS Papa, Papa Bear. Bear. Um, but, that's why uh, they don't show up in canon. That's why they don't show up in canon. So the, uh, 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 and, and there are talks of a second season of the Living Campaign being made, and maybe we'll return to it, and maybe we won't. We'll see but it happens. also, as a, as a campaign, uh, as a jumping off point. Yeah. Like if somebody wasn't sure how to do this system, this has yeah. been a great way to do that, and now, and now go off done. and create your own. Now you graduate yeah. from that and, and off to really see what happens next. I actually have a question. Uh, uh given that you've looked at both. Uh, so so the Living Campaign, they were releasing adventures that took place in both the 23rd uh, century and yeah. the 24th century. And they were linked in some ways, correct? They were linked. There were these... Uh, I only played one uh, campaign of the 23rd. I haven't had a chance to read through them all. There's like a dozen uh, of them. Um, but they seem to all be linking around other supermassive structures and not in the Shackleton Expanse, but maybe other things that connect to not the Tilakau like in the Shackleton Expanse, but w- why their dimension is broken and why this happened. And it doesn't, where we've learned the who, the 23rd century campaign kind of answers the the, the, the how, mm. uh, but you don't really know what it, who it affected in the way that you would in the 24th century. Um, and I believe they are also given a similar option to go at through the at the end and disappear off to where no one is. And it brings them both into a single timeline. Um, and so... Which is cool uh, if you played Cal both. reach out <laughs> every few continue. decades, right? So 75 years ago, they may have made a similar offer. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. and, uh, and and now and now again, here on a, on a much grander scale. So... Hmm. so. There we are. Well, I had a lot of fun, and I am yeah. very happy that I was uh, uh, available to bring uh, Connell Haddock back for this final. Yeah, uh, kind of like having Sulu return and being captain of the Excelsior. Uh, yeah. That's right. It's sort of here you are, and it's like shoo, do, 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 do. all yeah. right, captain, it's all yours. Let's blow this place yeah. and go home. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks for joining me here on this game. I had a really good time. Um, we. Uh, the next game we're playing uh, that we're recording uh, at the end of March uh, is, uh, so this is somewhere in April, I believe, is uh, the Forbidden Lands game. I'm very excited about it. I was showing this to you guys before we started recording. Um, and and then the game after that is Pokemon, the role-playing game with Julian Splane returning to the show. And then we're done uh, for a while. Uh, we'll have some bonus things recorded from Breakout Con and maybe the Stormcrow Manor, um, and uh, and we'll see sort of where it goes. But regular episodes will uh, will be coming to an end at the end of our Pokemon game, uh, resuming with a new season sometime in the future. I'm thinking probably the beginning of 2020. For our Star Trek Adventures game, I've been your GM, uh, running you through this very weird story, Justin Eacock, with my crew of the Horizon. They always will be. The captain off to parts unknown. I am Connell Macbeth, better known in the nerd community as Toronto's greatest supervillain and evil genius, having played Captain Gavin Atlas Schofield. <laughs> uh, Erica Sabo, counselor to our captain, Tazar. Joshua Barbo, playing 
perhaps for the last time, who knows? Captain Connell Haddock. You did it. You made you did it. it. <laughs> you, did, you made it. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Not a court martial to be found. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Velvet Duke of the Dandies, and I have been Science Extreme, Lieutenant Commander Bolasa. And now you're all like sharing a single consciousness in some like hippie crystal powered kaleidoscope reality. Hell yeah. So Tazara's place. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on the next adventure here on the Terrible Warriors. Till then, be good to each other. Bye. 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 And that does it for this, our Star Trek Adventures living campaign. And if you're a Patreon supporter, you can head over to our Patreon page right now at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors, where you can gain access to this week's debrief episode, not just for this campaign, but for the last year and a half of playing Star Trek Adventures. It's a really big story arc to finally wrap up. Of course, Star Trek Adventures is published by Modifius Entertainment, and this episode, The Displaced, was written by Jim Johnson. This show is only possible because of our ongoing support from our Patreon supporters. So, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting independent podcasters. Becoming a Patreon supporter doesn't just gain you access to an exclusive episode after each of our campaigns. You also will get postcards sent to you in the mail, and you can also join in on our monthly private games. Right now, Ravenloft with Mike the Birdman Dodd, as well as sign an entire group up, and we will run a game of your choice, tailor-made, just for you and your friends. And if you'd like to get a taste of what one of those private games are like, well, good news! We have a sponsor at the Stormcrow Manor here in Toronto, Ontario, and they are offering up one of those seats at our private games. We have a form that you can fill out, and we'll do a little raffle, we'll roll the dice, and if your name comes up, you will be invited to sit in the chair that the Stormcrow Manor has purchased for you. For more information on that raffle, you should be following our Twitter account at Dice Warriors or head over to our Patreon page where we have another post sharing about that. Now, the Stormcrow Manor is also supporting us because we are supporting them with their DM and Dying program. You and your friends can book a table reserved in advance and you get an appetizer and a main course and four hours with the DM of your choice... You can book Justin from the Terrible Warriors, and he will run, I will run, any of the games we have done on this show. Mostly the ones that I have run on this show, which is most of them. So if you'd like to play Apocalypse World, or Worldwide Wrestling the RPG, or Tales in the Loop, or Forbidden Lands, or Star Trek Adventures, I can do that for you. And yes, I'll also play Dungeons & Dragons. Don't worry, that one's still on the menu as well. For more information on that... DMDineTO.com. Next week, we get ready to play a brand new game by Free League Games. They're the ones who did Tales in the Loop, Mutant Year Zero, and Coriolis, and they sent us a copy of Forbidden Lands. Before we sit down to play that game, I got to sit down with Thomas Herenstam, the director of the Forbidden Lands. So we're going to chat with him on the next episode right here. Hey, Bree, want to come in here and talk about that game we're doing after Forbidden Lands? I feel like I've had enough wine to do that. And now a surprise message from Bree. And after the Forbidden Lands, for our season finale on The Terrible Warriors, we shot Gary Oak in the knee, we shanked a Pidgey, 
and we threw Money Shot the Weedle into a vat of acid. Press that for respect. And now we're back to ruin your childhood some more. Join us on the next campaign after the next campaign as we return to a reworked Pokemon the RPG. Oh snap! Julian Spillane's returning as the Game Master. Both Terrible Warriors Judases in the same room. You don't want to miss it. Does the real Professor Oak come back? Well, you'll have to tune in to find out, won't you? Well, that would be a spoiler! Today's Terrible Warriors and your Starfleet officers who have gone off to where no one has gone before, Connell Macbeth, Erica Sabo, Velvet Duke, Neil Tavares, and Joshua Barbo. Game Master Justin Eacock. Next week, an interview with Thomas Heronstam, the director of Forbidden Lands, followed by our playthrough of the Forbidden Lands, right here on the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>